You are listening to Aldrin Simpia on SAFM, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. We're in conversation next with Joe DeBeer, the DDG responsible for economic statistics at Stats SA. After a two-year break, Stats SA has published new data on the economic performance of the country's nine provinces. According to the latest figures, Gauteng remains South Africa's biggest provincial economy as its economy grew by 2.8% last year. Joe De Beer is the DDG responsible for economic statistics and now joining us on the line. Joe, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. I see that Stats SA is also characterizing it as an experimental um, data collection process. Why is it experimental? Uh, good afternoon. Um, the practice we have in Stat SA is to focus on official statistics, and that has a set, certain set of minimum criteria. And every now and again, we try to put new statistics into the public domain. But if we are uh, in a position where we think others might be able to improve on it or come with different ideas to measure something as complex as the regional GDP, we first put it out as experimental statistics. We obviously have confidence in the numbers, otherwise we wouldn't release it, but we are offering the opportunity for other experts in the field, maybe from provincial government departments that have doing, are doing their own modeling, to approach us to say they've got a slightly different view on the side that we can of the growth rate and then we can engage with each other, improve the statistics, and uh, if any new ideas come to the fore, then we will publish it as official statistics uh, from the middle of next year onwards. And the, the data that you collect, um, do you use the same methodology that is used to calculate um, national GDP? Uh, broadly speaking, the methodology is the same in terms of definitions and classifications, but where the interesting thing comes in, is most of the surveys that feeds into the national GDP are sampled um, on what we call a national level. So as an example, we will send a questionnaire to a big chain store that might have two or 300 branches, and they fill in the questionnaire for the national level. They don't fill it in for each of the provinces. So we don't have the same level of data in the underlying statistics for the provincial estimate and what we have for a national one. And that's what makes it a bit tricky. So we need to think of ways to take these national numbers and make them representative on a provincial basis. And that's why we decided to put the first ones out as experimental, just to get some views from um, other colleagues that are maybe um, more experienced in this field. Yeah. So, so keeping with the example of, of, of a chain store, um, mm-hmm. if you have, for instance, the headquarters of Pick and Pay being in, in Gauteng, how would Pick and Pay then contribute to uh, the questionnaire that has been sent to them, um, even though they have all of these chain stores across the country? Yeah, so when we do the national GDP, they just fill in, this is our profit and loss statements, whatever the case is, and we include it into the national accounts. When we now start looking at provincials, we have different surveys that only run periodically, maybe every third or fourth year. So in year number four, a retailer such as the example you mentioned will get a form and will ask them, give us a split of your uh, profit and loss uh, by province. So that will give us an idea of the spread of this uh, big company across the provinces. But because you want to publish these statistics on an annual basis, I can't only have that data set every four years. So we need to think of a way, how do I, uh, interpolate the estimates in between these four years. And then we look at things like our quarterly uh, labor force survey. So that gives us an idea of how many people are working in the retail sector. And now that changes every year 
by province. And then we can start combining these different data sets to give us a provincial picture of the economy. Okay, and just quickly on what the stats are telling us about the various provinces, starting off with um, with Gauteng, and I see the point that you also make in, in the data, is that it goes as no surprise that um, there is an expectation that there will be migration from various other provinces into Gauteng at around just over a million between 2021, I think, as well as 2026. Yeah, so generally speaking, Gauteng is the powerhouse of the economy. It's about a third of the economy. Um, I don't think that's a surprise. And then if we combine KZN and Western Cape, that makes up about another third of the economy. And the other uh, six provinces combined make up a third. Northern Cape being the smallest, just over 2%. And then the others are roughly similar in size. Bumalanda, Lampopo, Eastern Cape, they all hover between 75 and 8%. Um, what is interesting from this data set as well is you can see how the structure of the economy differs. So um, Gauteng has a bit of everything except agriculture, but if you go to Limpopo, Northwest, uh, Northern Cape, they are dominated by the mining industry. Free State has a lot of agriculture, it's the same as Eastern Cape. So you will see that the growth rate in the provinces differ a lot depending on where the mining is doing well, where the agriculture is doing well. So it gives a, a quite a rich data set uh, for the colleagues in the provincial policy departments to strategize what can they do and what plans can they put in place to boost the economy of the province. I see with the Eastern Cape as well as KwaZulu-Natal, um, the industries that are contributing the most there is personal services. KZN 21%, Eastern Cape 27%. What are personal services? Uh, that is mostly education and health. Um, those are the big drivers inside personal services. But then on a smaller scale, it will include uh, anything from uh, hairdressers, beauty parlors, all these types of things. But the main component is education and health. Yeah. And and with the personal services, w- would you then be excluding public service? Uh, public service as in government yeah. will, be shown, will be shown separately, but public schools and public health will be included in personal services. So we moved as part of our uh, rejigging of the GDP a few years ago we moved all of the health, education things, whether public or private, into what we call personal services because it's a service that is aimed at the individual, whereas uh, the general government would be something like the defense force or the police that is just treated as a general government service. Yeah. A final one, um, Gauteng also um, accounting for the largest contribution to GDP, as you've indicated earlier on, but also um, bigger than the Western Cape and um, and uh, KwaZulu-Natal combined, and those are second and third place. Yeah, it's very close, though. Uh, Gauteng, our last estimate is 33.1, and if we aggregate KwaZulu and Western Cape, we're getting... Uh, 29.8. So they're within four points. Uh, you could argue, well, the difference is about the same as the size of the free state, I guess. But, um, I mean, Gauteng, all the developments, all the construction, we see a lot of uh, migration from other provinces into Gauteng. Uh, this is where people think they have the best opportunity to find employment. Um, so I don't think that's a surprise that Gauteng is where all the growth is happening. Yeah, thank you so much for your time, Joe DeBeer, the DDG responsible for economic statistics. And what do you make of some of those statistics that have come out, um, looking at the various provinces and, of course, Gauteng still remaining the biggest contributor to our economy. And that's why there's ex- expectation that you will find more people migrating to um, to Gauteng. Uh, the Western Cape is also expected to be the second second highest uh, inward, um, inward migration from other provinces into the Western Cape. So what do you do with 
with these growing populations, but also with the other provinces as well. Um, how do you ensure that you don't have a situation where you have a brain drain and your province is only a province that starts um, that that creates labor and you have the governments that invest in the education system and the water infrastructure and sanitation and uh, the children that they have brought up then leave the province to go and build their careers in a different province and that province's uh, GDP as well.